Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, fellas? It goes well. Good, good. I think before we start, I just want to announce the winner of our, uh, you know, our March Badness contest. It was, of course, Michael Jordan from his game uh, Chaos in the Windy City. I know everyone complained that it's not fair to put a basketball player in a game in a tournament about <laughs> video game characters playing basketball, but he was from a basketball game. I mean, a video game where he like fought things. I think it was fine. And yeah, he won. So go argue right. about it on Twitter. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks for tuning in to our March Madness tournament. Yes. That we do every year annually. <laughs> the traditional March Madness Suplex to Sticks tournament. Um, gotta love it. Yeah. Yep. Gotta love it. Um, so we're getting settled back in to our Wait, normal Wait, one flow. other thing. I, it, I just gotta... I know that people were also mad that Labo Boy ended up in the final four. But look, we if you know anything about the history of this podcast, the 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 boy can do many things. <laughs> you should just be happy that he didn't win at all. The boy is powerful. And look, there's an eleven seed in, in the final four in the actual tournament. It about matches up. Yeah. Anyway. So, so calm down. Back. Back to the scheduled programming. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hard to follow that up. Um, <laughs> we're, we're settling back into normal life. Uh, hopefully you won't be able to tell too much that uh, we're all back in our respective homes. Uh, we're not recording in the same place anymore. In this uh, post-March Madness world. In this mm. post-March Madness world. Well, it's still going on in reality. Right. For some reason, March Madness leaks out of March and into April. Mm. Never fully understood why. Well, um, it I think should they be put, self-contained to March. I'm pretty sure they pushed it back because of COVID. Yeah, that's also fair. But who knows? Um, but stay in your lane, March Madness. Yeah. Next I thought year. this was basketball, Get over not driving. Yeah. You've got a whole month to yourself. Um, I wish I understood. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> Poor Forrest. Let's talk about video games. No. No? <laughs> no? <laughs> I mean, that settles April it. April Fools. <laughs> Just kidding. This is, yeah. I have been playing, well, I beat Marvel's Avengers. Mm. I was there for that. Yeah. And the last two to three missions of that game really don't match well with how positively I felt about the rest of the game. Yeah. And I'm not going to allow it to taint that. I'm just going to be like, well, they decided they needed their big Avengers fight at the end with not much of the emotion of the rest of the, the set pieces. Yeah. So. On top of, at least from my perspective, seeming like a very badly designed boss fight. Yes. Yeah, very badly designed boss fight. Seth, let me ask you a question. You Shoot. love quick time events, right? Mm, I my love for them knows no bounds. <laughs> well, 
I mean, I know that also there's part of you that wants them to be a little bit easier. Yes. So they're too hard. I can never, I can never, you never really think about how quick a quick time is event until you failed it 20 times in a row. Now, what if I told you that this, that a quick time event in a final boss fight, the pivotal moment of the game, the ending moment, in fact, is one continuous quick time event that's maybe three minutes long mm. and it's all attached to one button. Well, except that sounds like two seconds. Except for the final two strikes. <laughs> that sounds like they felt bad about just making it a cutscene. <laughs> so this would have done better as a cutscene. <laughs> because it also was very telegraphed cut time events. Yeah. And not even like it wasn't even like hidden. Um like well, it know. was just I, really slow. I I think slow time events. Quick time events can kind of work in boss battles because I think the difficulty is in a game like that where you're just wailing on on a guy over and over just to like have numbers tick off. Um it it's sort of it makes it hard to give it any kind of climactic sense of this is a big fight um and so they want to have those cool moments so they have to kind of take the control out of your hands to do it uh certainly there are better uh it doesn't sound like they did it all that well um but yeah it's it's just kind of one of the tough things of how do you make a fight look really cool when the systems in the game don't really have any space for you to do that stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the game because I need to. A, your the final boss is Modok, which I think you everyone already knew from the marketing material. I did not know that actually. Really? No. It was in the trailers. Really? I mean, okay. Yeah. It was in uh, the Seth also didn't care about the game. Yeah, That's he also true. Didn't I didn't pay attention to the game. So the second to final, so throughout this last mission, you're fighting Modok in different stages. And the second to last fight with Modok, when he's nearly his most powerful, what Avenger, Sith, do you think they put you in control of to fight the nearly most powerful version of Modok? Well, uh, I feel like you're baiting me to say something that would make sense because it clearly sounds like it doesn't make sense. Uh, like, logically, I would think maybe since the game seems to be about Kamala Khan, maybe her? That's the final you... stage. Okay. So, okay, so oh. the penultimate. Let's go with the... Uh, can't be Spider-Man. <laughs> no. Uh... Uh, I don't know Thor. I, I'm it's, the thing is I'm not even sure who's in this game. Like I want to say you, Hawkeye, but I don't know that because he's just like a dude. It's Black Widow. Oh, who is okay. just a you, gal? Who's just a gal? <laughs> doesn't have much to do. Very not powerful. Has pistols. You know, SMG, but you've got the I God of Thunder. Too, maybe you've got the God of Thunder. You've got Iron Man, but no. You've got Hulk. We we pop out well, look, Black Widow. Modok is a, is basically a giant head, so I think a gun would work on him. 
Surprisingly, headshots were not effective. Yeah. No, you shot the turrets on his robotic body, not even him. That still fired at you even after... After they were dead. Yes. So, Seth, let me spoil the biggest part of this boss fight. Because it was so out of left field, it led... So this game ends in a kaiju fight. Let me... The giant Kamala? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you seemingly defeat MODOK for the last time. And his body shoots off. And nowhere in this game have they ever talked about the Kree at all. They haven't talked about the Kree or the Skrulls, any Marvel alien race that exists. Never mentioned it once. Then, all of a sudden, Modok's body gets shot off into nowhere. And then this giant robot comes out of the Earth. And it's like, oh, he got into the the Kree robot, which looks exactly like an like which a, looks exactly a like a sentinel from the X Men. And it's like, wait a <laughs> second, a Kree robot never mentioned what a Kree was. I mean, I know what a Kree is, yeah. but the average gamer probably doesn't know what a Kree is. And then Kamala Khan, who nowhere in any of the lead up to this was like okay, maybe my thing is I'm going to be big. It's always like, oh, my limbs are stretchy. Yeah. It's never time for me to go big mode. And at the end of the game, she's like, like, oh, there's a big robot. Time to go big Big mode. mode. (laughs) And then she, big mode. And you you quick time event MODOK to death. Um, Or at least seeming death because it's a comic book video game that is also a games as a service. So you know that MODOK is inevitably going to survive um so yeah very strange um (laughs) very strange ending that did not gel with the great in my opinion great emotional resonance of the rest of the campaign um uh, i will say it had some neat platforming there was a section where you had to play as cap and you had to do a bunch of platforming and wall running and stuff that felt like titanfall and it was cool and very neat. Nice. Um, but other than that, very underwhelming. Uh, the game, though, is beautiful. That next-gen upgrade, holy moly, this game, is Seth, it is stunning looking. I was just like, you could see like the rain, the like individual raindrops on Cap Shield and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Looks absolutely stunning, which is why it's, so much more, you know, immersion breaking when like characters fall through the floor or something. So <sighs> beautiful game, yeah. but it did not stick the landing with a heroic pose like many of the Marvel characters do in the movies. Yeah, mm, too bad. Um, it's it sounds like the thing with the Cree. Maybe there was some uh, story ideas that. They wanted to get in the game that ended up just left on the uh, on the drawing the cutting board. room floor. Yeah. yeah, it really that has to be it because they never mentioned the Cree or anything, and you go into space at one point in the game, like, but it's not to deal with the Cree or anything. Yeah. Hmm. No establishment. No of establishment. Anything. anything. Uh. Not even like bio files or anything. Um, That's weird. It is strange. So unless I miss something, which talk about it in the Discord, please. Tell me what I missed, because I would 
I mean, I've been a defender of this game, so like I would like to be proven wrong and be like, oh, I missed something. The so. other option is they could just be going straight up Destiny route where they put weird teasers right at the end of things. And yeah. it's just like, all right, wait for this. Yeah, you're that right. That is possible because didn't after that um the robot go down, a Kree soldier shot out from it? And I, I said something <laughs> to you, I was like, is that Marvel? Yeah, because that's the only like name nameable Cree. Yeah, that something did shoot out of it. So. Yeah, mm. and, and it was, it was not a, Modok. No, it was in a giant. It was it a, a pyramid ship. No, it was no, a it, wasn't it was a Cree soldier. Because I mm. do recognize the uniform. Um, so yeah, um, that game is fun, and I am excited to play the extra stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm excited to play the extra stuff that is free. I want to note that to everyone. Like, they are the, it's mentioned later in the news section, but they are, all of the story stuff they're adding on post launch is free. Um, so if there's a character that comes out that you're interested in and want to play, is the sto- play the story, it's going to be there and it's going to be free, which is kind of neat. Yeah. So. Um, they're really sticking with this game. They believe in it. Um, so God bless. Hey, them. good for God them. God bless. I know. They need to, you know, they need to implement some things to make it better. But I do think that the bones are good. They just gotta figure out the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and I'm playing. Uh, I'm also playing Murder by Numbers because yeah. Seth. Um, you know, it's not a suplex of sticks episode, I guess, if I'm not talking about Picross in some way, shape or form. (laughs) And Seth decided, you know what? We probably need an injection of Picross into this episode. So I guess last week it was on sale and I'm already like almost three quarters of the way through the game. Um, so I've been pushing through it and I like it a lot. I can't yeah, remember how Seth felt about it. I was going to go back and lot. listen to those episodes, but um, the music is fantastic. It's stuck in my head. Um, I like the characters for the most part. Uh, I don't like her mother at all. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. I like she's, how... ni rough. Yeah. I don't... I love how 90s everything is. Um, and like the wardrobes, like they they're wearing like blazers, Sith, but with the sleeves rolled up. Mm-hmm. Um, like all that stuff is very my jam. Um, do you think that her ex husband looks like the guy that played Peta? Like, <laughs> well, it's Josh been, Hutchinson. It's been a very long time since I have uh, played the game, so I don't remember what anyone except for the robot and the main girl looks like. Oh, okay. Well, it was a cute robot. So it's her ex-husband looks like PETA if you decide to look it up while we're, you know, uh, while we're sitting here talking. Um, but yeah, it's great. And actually, I Googled it just to see the reviews. It's got like a 9 out of 10 on Steam, which it totally deserves it. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's great. It was like 7 bucks on Steam. Or not Steam, uh. E-shop. On shit on the eShop. And it's good. 
Thank you, Seth, for telling me it was on sale. Because I forgot to wish list it back when you were talking about it. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> man. That's it for me. I wish I had played more, but, you know, that's how it goes. I, I mean, I've played some of the royal content of Persona 5, and um, I haven't start, started Scramble yet, so... Seth, what have you played? Let's see. I finished uh, Dishonored. I couldn't remember the name of it for a second. I love that game so much. Yeah, it's it's a very good game. By the time I was through, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's uh, I don't actually remember the stuff that I was talking about it last time. Um, I did successfully get through without killing anyone. Um, nice. Yeah, I I wasn't able to do the full, like I think it's called Ghost or something. The achievements where you get through the undetected. the campaign, yeah, undetected. That's a little tougher to do, um, and a in many of those many of the instances where I was caught, like a lot of them were because I wasn't really trying to go undetected. Um, I was being sort of careful, but I also was just like. I'll just uh, tranquilize anyone who sees me the moment they see yeah. me. Um, but there are some that... There are strange situations in the game. And I, I, I give it some grace because I know how old it is. But it's weird that there are, there are moments when you load the game, like, like say, after you die. Because I would basically, anytime someone actually noticed me and started to attack, I would just let them kill me uh, rather than trying to run away because it was just quicker. Um, but there were times that after doing that and loading back in, like enemies and objects would be in different places that they weren't when I saved the game. Um, and so there were, there were instances where stuff happened that, I w that maybe... Um, wasn't uh it it was kind of like the 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 game kind of rolled dice and and they came up not in my favor in a couple times um mm. but that's that was just like a minor issue that I had with the game and of course it is you know this isn't a game that they're doing bug fixes on currently um <laughs> because it's old and why would they but overall it was very good very fun the it actually that was it was move it moves at a very quick clip um until what was it it's the i think the third to last level it it's it the game really slowed down for me and it and it became a lot more tedious to to do stuff i think just just because of the layout of the level and the the self-imposed restrictions that you get by not being not allowing yourself to kill anybody, yeah. um, it makes it not more difficult to move through spaces, but just kind of more annoying to move through spaces. Um, I and I guess in that instance they're kind of the same because it's not like it's not like it, it's not like a game where when you up the difficulty 
uh, it just takes more hits to kill someone. Um, which it does in this game, but I, of course I never got into fights with people. Um, but it's just, it, it sort of, the way the level was constructed made it not easy to kind of zip in and out places like previous levels were. Um, and so it actually took me a while to get through that level just because I kept make I kept running into these kind of uh these these moments where it was it just became too annoying for me to continue playing after after trying to do one certain thing for a while and I was like all right I'll, I'll just do this later um but then after that the the final two levels were they went back to that really quick pace um so it was weird that there was that one little hiccup right near the end of the game. Um, also a strange thing, the the non-lethal option of the very final target is really anticlimactic. Um, yes. There, for every other one, you have to actually, for the most part, go out of your way to figure out what it is you have to do um to f- to f- to get these non-lethal options um that was one thing i i actually wish the g- the game went more into that and cuz there are multiple levels where it's just kind of presented to you like you overhear a conversation or uh a guy says hey uh you you come do this for me and i'll get rid of these targets for you without killing them um but there are other levels where you have to actually you kind of you have to snoop around and figure out what it what is the way to um to get rid of these targets without killing them um but the final the final target he's literally just like sitting in a room or i guess he's pacing about a room and you just like have to knock him out there's no you know there's no big villain monologue or anything it just kind of happens. Now there is a monologue if he sees you and you try to f- and you try to like um, take him out while he is aware of you. Uh, but it's just like it was it was kind of anticlimactic, especially because of the way you get up into this very secluded space that he is in. Um, like you could hear him talking way before you get into the room. And the the music is just like this kind of it's just, it's this weird kind of like throbbing like low sound that it's just that it it gets you on the edge of your seat like oh man here comes the big showdown and then no like his back is turned and you can kind of zip up to a roof zip up to the ceiling and then plop behind him and choke him out and with just kind of no fanfare. The ending is also really weird because you ha- you're going to rescue this girl and you open the door to rescue her and then it just like she has a couple lines and then it just has a screen. It's like the end. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then the credits roll. So it, the the very end of the game was really weird. Um, and it, it it it's like they lost the kind of cinematic flair that that had been there in the rest of the game. But Outside of that, I found this to be a very fun game. I kind of wish it had been harder because even though I was playing on very hard, it really, 
didn't feel like it changed the game at all to me. Um, I have Dishonored 2 installed, so we'll see if I uh, get into that. Cause I'd like I'm very to, excited I'd li- to hear you talk about 2 because I never got around to beating that when mm-hmm. it came out. So yeah, that I'm, will be my... I'm interested that I remember when it came out, the consensus was that like it was... It was very good, and it, it was like a. They took all the mechanics in, of the first one and kind of refined them, and the level design was better. So I'm interested to see like the way powers change and the way the the le- the level design evolves. Uh, but Dishonored, super fun game. If you have uh, Game Pass, definitely go try it. If you have not, are you gonna? Do you think you're gonna go back and revisit? And play the the I believe that's the Outsider DLC that apparently like is almost better than the base game itself. Well, that is post Dishonored two. Um, it's not. It's it, yeah. So that was that was a thing a thing they made after Dishonored two rather than the first one. Like there are um. Th- this is the mm, one on Game Pass. Yes, is you're, the you're old, right. Is I, the definitive edition, so it does have the the DLC campaigns where you play as this guy Dowd, who yeah. was um, kind of a, a a minor villain in the game, but he's also someone who was gifted the powers of the Outsider, um, and you kind of you, you play as him on sort of a redemption story, um, and I jumped into that a little bit. I he's immediately like his powers are like slightly different which made me interested but also I don't know that I want to play through the camp the the same campaign not it's not the same campaign but um I would rather go to the actual next game um than play that but yeah I I I do remember Death of the Outsider everyone saying it was this great thing so if I get through Dishonored two and I'm still like in that kind of zone, I'll probably I'll probably give it a try. Cool. Also, the Outsider is a weirdo. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's got. He's this... almost like like a primordial force, really. Yeah, for sure. He's um uh he's very much in the vein of like. This kind of like like a an HP Lovecraft type character, um, that he's not really a god. He's just this dude who likes to meddle with people because it because he's so much more more powerful than them, and everyone else is insignificant. Um, yeah, but he's also he's kind of a creep, and <laughs> he's got these black eyes, and his voice acting is real weird. Like I love it. Like it's good, but it's also like the delivery is so strange. It it's almost like he's trying. He's putting on this affect of like this. I don't want to do this job, but I will record these lines for you. It's really weird. Like I thought he was cool, um, but also quite strange. Has a uh, different voice actor in the second one than it does in the first one. Yeah. Ooh, that that'll be weird. Apparently. Yep. Is there a reason for that? I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I got no clue. Um, all right. I love hearing about 
you playing old games that you I I downloaded Dishonored to maybe take this journey with you and then never touched it. Yeah, um, it's so I'm, good. I'm glad that I <laughs> I'm glad that I did it. It's it's a good game for sure. Um, and you it, know, there's a lot lot a lot of games on Game Pass that I have installed that I would like to get around to. There was a couple games back in the day when I worked at GameStop that were like ones that would always interest me. And when people would talk about it, it would interest me. But then when I tried to play it, I just couldn't do it. Uh, and Dishonored was always one of them. Dang. Um, and since yeah. I had the technical, you know, the GameStop Game Pass where I could borrow whatever <laughs> I wanted, I borrowed it multiple times and I could, I just couldn't do it. I tried. I tried so hard. I appreciate you making the effort at least seth seth knows it's i i'm bad at stealth games and when i do bad at them i just don't want to play them anymore and that game is really hard <laughs> to play not stealthy yeah like combat I mean, yeah, that's like that's rough. what the whole yeah the whole game is a stealth game yeah i yeah like you have to do in the tutorial at the like the first stage you're forced into combat and uh yeah that that brief experience of it i was like yeah I, i'm kind of glad that i'm playing this in um, a non-lethal fashion because it seems like it would be a pain to actually fight these people. Now, it would probably be very fun later in the game once you have all those powers yes. to find creative ways to pick people off. Uh, and I kind of um, thought about going back and doing some of the stages uh, just trying to kill everyone. Um, but, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of... The, the levels are not small... Um, so it's at least the later levels. So it's kind of a lot of work to to go through them. Yeah. For a for like an extra time just to to kill these people. Um, so I don't know. Uh, one of the things that one of the other things that I thought was cool, um, and it was and again it was also kind of um, uneven in the game is when you when when you do when you take out targets non lethally. Like, one of the cool things is the way you play levels and how it affects further levels. Um, so, I talked about the, the kind of chaos, whatever, the meter or whatever it was, how, how like, there will be more rats and more guards and stuff if you kill more people. But, since, you're, when, since I was playing that non-lethally, like, that stuff wasn't there. But, it was cool the times that there, you would encounter people talking about the ways that you got rid of these other characters. Um, and there was often, like, special rewards that you would get from certain characters for allowing these people to live, even though, you know, they're kind of out of the picture now. Um, and there was one guy who... Who was it? I think it was not the... Either the first or second target that you take out... Um, in one of the later missions, you can go into this hidden area, um, and you find him like in in this 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 kind of closed off district of the city that has been given over to the people who have this plague. And you find um, you don't really know it's him, but you find this character roaming or, like walking around the the bottom of this uh, warehouse, and there's a there's like a note there. That is from the first guy that you, uh, the first target that you took out, talking about how they threw him out here and, and he got the plague and how he curses you. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, it was really cool. Um, 
because I dropped down and I like I choked him out and then I read the note and then I went to look at him and I was like, "Yep, that's him." <laughs> so that was cool. <sighs> um did you did you happen to play anything else in our two week break? Uh, yeah. I mean, I since I'm back in Orlando, of course, I have access to my uh, PlayStation again, and so you know that I I popped in old Neo Two, gave it a little run, but it's been so long since I played it. I was like, all right, this is this is not gonna happen right now. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I I I do not have the reflexes to do this. Yeah, I'm that's, been, f- that's been about it. I'm waiting for you to text me to pull the trigger and start playing Scramble at the same time. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I I hesitate to say that because I, I do want us to start. Uh, yeah, we got Outriders we should, coming out. We're, we're starting Outriders tomorrow together. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Maybe it'll be good. I hope so. Games, when you play them together can raise their entertainment level. This is true. Um, except for Resident Evil 6. You're a sick monster for doing that, <laughs> Forrest. <laughs> you know, I literally... Shout out to Chris, old old host on the show. <laughs> I have to deliver this message to you personally. So Chris and Andrea, who also was on the show... yeah their husband and wife, and they decided we're going to play through all the Resident Evils together. Bad idea. Handing off back and forth and whatever. And when there's co-op, they'd co-op. And Chris told me they played one, two, and three. Um, and then they went to play four, but they're going to, they decided to skip four because he had replayed it recently and they were going to wait for the remaster, which gotcha. is probably next year That's fair. or so. Yeah. Um, they got, maybe three hours into five and then said, you know what? This isn't worth it. What? And then <laughs> skipped five and six and just are playing seven now. Missing out on so oh, much fun. Man. No, no fun, Forrest. <laughs> I don't, you're, you're a Listen, broken five man. isn't, legitimately five isn't bad. Uh, oh. Six is where the problems are. I mean, there's, there's problem things in five. There's, you know. It's very doable though. Yeah, I guess. I'm saying there's issues with the, you know, <laughs> representation of people. Oh, yes. Resident yes. Evil 5. Sorry, I'm thinking purely gameplay yeah. here. Um, so, yeah, Forrest, what have you played? Please, God, don't say Devil May Cry or Resident Evil. Uh-oh. You're okay, so I, <laughs> I've been trying out a bunch of ways to play... Things on the PS5 with my friends that aren't actually, like, co-op experiences. Um, so two ways of doing this are through uh, s- screen streaming if you are in a, like, party chat with someone. Uh, so you can stream your screen to them and they can do that vice yeah, versa to so you. so it's like in Discord, yeah. Yes. I've so, heard of this feature. Um, another um, way of doing it is uh, you are... There's a thing where you are able to play your like play uh how do i word this so you're like you're in the party chat your friend allows you like remote access to play their playstation um i don't know if this works with like all games but 
That's it, very weird. Yes. So, um, for the screen streaming thing, um, my friend and I, who we played through the other Resident Evils together, we decided to do, just for craps and laughs on a weekend, uh, play through Resident Evil 7 in, like, a speedrun competition with each other. Um, and it was very fun. Beat the game in about five hours. Um just barreling through as much as I could um, while having their their screen up in the corner of mine. Uh, my internet connection was crap, so I could not stream my screen to them, unfortunately. But it was I really... I got that fixed. We talked about that. I know. <laughs> oh, I you know. did not get it fixed? I did not get it fixed. Oh, yikes. It's still... It actually uh, it goes out almost daily now. Nice. Yep. Uh, anyways, uh, so that was a really fun time. That was one of the most fun things I've ever experienced. It's just, the, like, Resident Evil 7 is already an intense game, even when you know what's going on and what's happening. But also throw in the fact that you're trying to beat someone else at beating the game. You know, like, so any, even if you're ahead of them by a second or two, like, that's, that's a win, you know, until something just sets you back horribly, or you accidentally press, like, no, when you're trying to overwrite your save file, like, stuff, like, small little mistakes like that, just get your blood pumping, and like, oh, crap, I've, I've got to find a way to make this up, um, so, yeah, did that, that was a good time, um, and now, uh, the other game that I played over the break uh, was through the remote uh, console play, whatever, um, is, a, is a game called 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Um, it came out last year. It is an RPG visual novel thing. Um, the story is presented through the perspectives of a bunch of different characters. Um, and there's a lot, like a lot of time travel stuff going on. Um, so you're getting all of these events out of order. Um, but like relatively close in order to each other, if that makes sense. Like there's a clear flow between every story that you're experiencing at the same time. And then when it comes to combat, it plays out like a tactical RPG. Um, once you get through the prologue, though, the game splits, like, it's, it has, like, the main menu becomes, you can either play through the story sequences, which is just, like, all visual novel stuff for the most part, um, and you can, like, move around your character and stuff, so it's not, like, just a boring text box only static character images uh, visual novel, um, and then... The other thing you can do is you could just go straight through all the combat scenarios. So you're not required to do one... Like, you're not required to do the combat if you're not feeling it to experience the story. Um, and then the third section of the main menu is just this huge, like, index and compilation of everything uh, you've unlocked in the story so far. And it actually has a timeline of events. So the more that... So, like, once you beat the prologue you're able to look through this timeline and see just how many things you have experienced so far and at wildly different points along the the timeline of this story um and then it also breaks it up into you get like you could see the whole timeline at once or you could see it from each character's like timeline um so I played about four hours of that so far, uh, but because I was playing it 
through my friend's console. It was on their profile, technically. So I bought the game the day after. I uh, went to Gainesville for it. Had to hunt this thing down um, because when it released last year, it did not, like, there weren't many copies made. Um, so it's very hard to track down a lot of the times. Uh, couldn't find it at any Best Buy we went to. They said they had, like, two of them online. Nothing in the back of the store, nothing out front. Um, got very lucky with the GameStop at the mall in Gainesville. Um, but I bought the game, and now I, <laughs> uh, because I had already experienced the prologue, I was just barreling through it. Um, so now that I'm back into the game proper, I'm really excited to just find out what craziness is going on. Um, I, I don't even know how to like pitch the proper like story of the game, to be honest. Um, but like essentially Kaiju, (laughs) uh, attack, um, robots. I, I know that. Yes. And all your player characters pilot giant robots, uh, Gundam-type stuff. There's, like, different models of them uh, that are, like, focused on different areas of combat, like close range, support, long range, stuff like that. Um, It's a really good time, though. I'm enjoying it a lot. Is the person telling you to get into the robot possibly your estranged father? No. No (laughs) one's actually told me to get into a robot. Uh. Which is a shame, but this game does is, is like a do a lot of references to other. Uh, you know what? Maybe it's not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe it isn't a shame. But this game references a lot of other things, though, like uh, ET, like like I said, Gundam, uh, Godzilla, just like a bunch of different things. Macross. And, uh, it's Picross. <laughs> does it does no. it reference Evangelion? You know the quintessential mech story i don't know if it's quintessential Uh, but it's my favorite uh, i don't feel like i've come across any evangelion references yet yeah but also you know that probably makes it a more normal game Mm, i would not call this game normal by any means all right fair enough (laughs) yeah this is um, a i was gonna say force you could have just you know it's on like the playstation store you could just bought it there that's what i did I wanted it physical. Many moons ago. You know, him and many people in our Discord just refuse to buy things digital. No, I'll buy things digitally, but if I really like something, I will try to get it physically as soon as possible. Um, And, like, I did get to try this game out digitally, technically speaking. So, and I (laughs) liked it enough (laughs) that I was like, all right, I, I want to own this, you know? I want to look at it. Also, it came with an art book, so mm. I'm a sucker for those. Yeah, sucker for. An I art mean, book. I, I understand yep. that. I, as I said, I, I have purchased this game, and it's a game that I have meant to get in. But like, right after I bought it, I ended up going to Ocala for, uh, for a for for a moment, uh, and so have not never got around to starting it. But maybe since you're playing through it, I will fire that baby up so we can discuss it in yeah. future episodes. It does seem like the perfect game to play on your backbone. Yeah, so I've heard. So I I was at work today, and I was trying to see if I could do remote play through my phone. Uh, for uh, I could not. It said I couldn't connect my PS5, mainly because I 
wasn't on the same Wi-Fi network, unfortunately. Dang. You don't have to be on the same Wi-Fi network. My phone was saying that I had to be, so I'm going to... You've got to... Yeah, you've got to troubleshoot make it the tonight. settings right on your PS5 and yeah. make sure you don't turn it off, put it to sleep yeah. instead. And yeah, that's part of it. That me, reminds yeah. me. There is actually one other game that I played recently, and I am reminded oh, of this because uh, I the last time I played this, I was... Uh, Lying in a hammock in my backyard, playing it on my backbone. Um, nice. And the reason I remember this is because your issues made me remember that for, for some reason I had to reset up the whole thing when I connected my Xbox to the Wi-Fi here. Um, but I have played a little bit of DayZ, um, which is on <laughs> Game Pass, and which I was persuaded to play by uh, my friend... Um, Josh and it, you know, it's one of these survival games where they kind of drop you with nothing on this huge island that where there are also zombies and you have to go around and scrounge for things and not die. You have to keep warm and keep hydrated and eat food and um, these which are all normally things that I would not care about in in games. But the fact that I was playing it uh, with a friend made everything hilarious. Um, and our, our our attempts to find each other when we are randomly generated at different places of the map were uh, quite, quite entertaining. Um, but yeah, I was uh, playing that game in my backyard on my backbone. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Daisy. There you go. Surprised it's still around. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, with that, uh, we will be right back after the break with the news. And we're back. Hopefully, during the break, you are going to all of the social media at Suplex the Sticks uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and joining the conversation on our Discord, which which is in the sh- the invite is in the show notes below. And if you don't want to hear me fumble over that or say it anymore, then you can be a part of the show. And I have a script all set up, and you can email us and send us, you know. Send us your audio file, and I'll put you in that audio break. And then you are the one telling the listeners to check out our social media. So I've put out the casting call. Please do it, Nick. Do it, Nick. He's not going to do it. But (laughs) he's done so much for us already. He has done so much for us. We have a beautiful website. So what's what's one more thing? True. So (laughs) recruit your friends. If you've ever thought, man, I want to be on the podcast, this is your way to be on the podcast uh, by being in the bumpers. And we appreciate you um, doing that for us. And you'll get to hear yourself every week, possibly. If we get more than one, I'll do a roster and like just switch them. Yeah. I like that. So recruit your enemies. And if you, your grandparents. If you have any, you know, 
if someone got their grandparent to do this, that would be hilarious. <laughs> and I would put it in there. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Um, and if you have any questions for us uh, at all, just email suplexthesticks at gmail.com and we will answer them on the show. No matter how ridiculous the question is, I mean, well, I'll filter out really dumb ones. Uh, but trust me, if there's if you're sent, sending something interesting or you just want to know about us, something gaming related, p- preferably. But if you like want to ask us food preferences, I guess we'll answer that. Um, Spice but, things up a little. Yeah. So let's get into the news. <laughs> you guys, I've just gotten breaking news from CNN. Oh, no. Mario has died. Oh, God. What? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, my uh... boy. My sweet boy. (laughs) Yes. Oh, no. It's it's a terrible thing. He was hit by a stray Koopa shell. Oh, God. He didn't jump. Not even a blue one. (laughs) Paramedics were on the scene quickly, but they just couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. Save him. This is the uh, witnesses said that the 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 killer looked the the thrower of the Koopa shell looks suspiciously like Shigeru Miyamoto, but there are oh no uh, there's no uh, no confirmation yet. That demon, that monster, <laughs> he'll pay for what he's done he to Mario. Him into this world, and, and he'll possibly him took him out. Possibly took him out. That's true. And if you. If you go, if you, if you load up any Mario game, he won't be in there. There'll be no character. It's like Wreck It Ralph. Just every every game is just devoid. <laughs> oh jeez, it's one hundred percent true. With no fanfare either, it's just dead today. I know. Yeah, like yeah. I was expecting some sort of a like announcement or something from Nintendo. I mean, no. they did a tweet saying, "Hey." These games aren't available. Thanks for participating. Yeah, but like, I was expecting fanfare or something. You know, not not just like a simple tweet. Like, yeah, I was expecting like an, something. A, a, give us a wake at least to yeah. warm his body. I can't believe that it was on CNN. I know. Yeah, that's great. Memes. It really is. You think they would have waited until April Fool's Day to trot out a story like that? I know. But nope. They're just seriously talking about Mario dying, which he did. Let's be honest. He's dead. There's no more Mario games. He's no longer in the games. Bowser's Fury was a good last hurrah. So this, you know, I really thought, and I don't know why, but I really thought that Nintendo would have something. That's today. what I'm saying, you know? Like, and so what? what's so special about today? You know, uh, like, yeah, I think what, I think in the end, what is actually special, this? I think it's that today is like the last day of their uh, financial year. I mean, mm. I don't know that that's true, but I think it's probably around the same time. Uh, or it's just a random day that they chose in order to make people buy the game. Yep. I By the know. time you're listening to this, it's gone. Yeah. The, all the Mario celebration stuff is done. Oops. Mario 35, Mar like all that stuff. Sorry, Mario. 
rip in peace. We we hardly knew ye. Um, I mean, we knew him pretty well. Yeah, we knew him pretty well. Yeah. Um, Seth. He was in that movie with John Leguizamo. Oh, that great. That was movie. a high point of his of his career. It was the high point. Maybe one of the greatest video game movies of all time. Up until Borderlands. Um, which, or like, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Honestly, that. yes. Um, did you guys happen to see, to, to pivot, did you guys happen to see the Dynasty Warriors trailer that dropped today? I didn't get to see it because I was at work, unfortunately. Did it drop today? I remember watching it like a couple weeks ago. No, the di- the movie. Right. Yeah, I remember watching the trailer a couple weeks what? ago. What? No, IGN made a big deal that this was the first trailer. Unless you have some source that gives you the or you have like clairvoyance and can see into the future a little bit. Um, I don't think so. But be pretty cool if I you did. I definitely though. watched the trailer before today. All right. Well, what did you think, Seth? <laughs> I I think it looks really cool. Um, uh, the trailer I watched it, it's all in Chinese and there were no subtitles, so I don't I couldn't I could sort of tell who some people were because the costumes seem to be very accurate to the depictions in the game. Um, yeah. And so, like a guy like Lu Bu definitely stands out. Um, I didn't expect this to come out so soon. It says it, com- it releases in China on April 30th, mm. like next month. Yeah. Yes. And so, and it, but it, it really, it does look just like the game where you have these individuals uh, mowing down um, just hordes of people. Is it possible this is an early April Fool's joke from IGN? No. Okay, because they have a tendency to do like shows and movie announcements for these things. Okay, I found it. I saw this on March 8th. Hmm. Wow. Really? Yes. I wonder why IGN was so slow on the uptick. Wow. I don't know. I also shame on you for not telling cool trailer, me this though. existed. I know. I'm shocked. It was not mentioned one bit from you. I mean, you got you know people would... with lightning weapons. They're shooting fire. Oh, it it looks a lot of fun. It does look like a Muso game made a movie. Got, there's Guan Yu. Uh, there's Dong Zhuo. <laughs> I'm turbans. very excited for this. This movie's going to be schlocky and fun. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. Uh, It looks absolutely insane. And I'm ready for it. Um, I I cannot remember her name. But in the game, there's a girl that wields like two circle blades. And she's like one of my favorite characters to play as. Uh, And I hope that she's in the movie. Because that was my favorite character. Well, there's... Seems to be only two women in the trailer. Mm. That's a one shame. Them, those are rookie numbers. We gotta one up of them. those. Although any, I don't know. You know, there's a a bunch of faceless grunts, so I suppose some of them could be played by women. 
Um, but yeah, Dynasty Warriors. Hopefully, I mean, if it's coming out that soon, hopefully it's easy to watch in America. Yeah, one way or um, another. One way or another. So, other than that, we don't have any video game movie news this Unfortunately, week. Yeah, we ha- it's, yeah. been a, it's been a minute since we've gotten some Borderlands casting. I know. I'm I know. Very shocked we haven't gotten anything since. The last casting was a relative unknown actress for a role that should no exist. One re- yeah, doesn't. <laughs> No one really knows what it's going to be. Uh. It's just someone connected to Lilith's past. Oh, I... Oh. I thought you were talking I about did, the I Tiny I Tina. Yeah, I thought we were talking about Tiny Tina, too. No, but no. I, we, must, we must have already talked about that. I, I didn't see that, that most recent one. Wait, who's Tiny Tina? A relative unknown actress. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a kid actress. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like did you. I miss the Tiny <laughs> Tina casting? <laughs> Somehow we all missed separate casting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though we're like on top of everything else. Uh, uh, yeah. Is it Ariana Greenblatt? Is that who you're talking uh, about? Ah, yes. The person that played the child, Gamora, is Tiny Tina. Oh. Huh. huh. She played the kid Gamora in Endgame. Yeah, I remember that. What did it cost? Apparently, yeah. the plot of the Borderlands games is what <laughs> Because, you know, Tiny Teen is not in Borderlands. What? This is, of course, does it, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. But it does bother me. Wait till you see that they just cram all of Borderlands 1 in like the first 20 minutes oh, of, that'd the, be funny. of the movie. Uh, I want... That would at least make more sense. I at this point I want this movie to be everything that Seth doesn't want it to be, <laughs> or just like a hyper sped up version of all of the games. Yeah, like including pre sequel. <laughs> oh, like that would be weird. No, no, no. Don't. Okay, I don't would. Yeah, not. Tales. Don't. Don't throw the good. They could do story Tales. Could there. be a cool movie, but it would have to be its own thing. Um. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about actual video game news. What if um, they? Oh what God. if they? <laughs> what if they cast Chris Hardwick as the same guy that he plays in the game? Ooh, I mean, that sounds like something they could do. What if that they cast scare. him and then and then they blow him up? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take that. I'll take Chris Hardwick getting blown up for five hundred dollars, Alex. Um. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. I didn't mean to be a downer. Seth, Seth let's Way talk about go, this Forrest. Square Enix Presents yeah. that had, like, nothing in it. Um, yeah, it was it was a strange uh, viewing experience. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mainly have listed here the only things that I thought were of note, so I'm sorry to if you really cared about, like, Puzzle Bobble news, I guess, or Bubble Bobble. I know that was in there. Um, but It was? But, I, yeah, there was something in there about it. Um, Tomb uh, Raider trilogy was announced, so that's coming. Yep. All three games I think, in one I think package. This, I think that was leaked beforehand. It was leaked beforehand, um, but that's coming. Um, the Marvel Avengers roadmap, which the only reason Tama is kind of hilarious. So they're adding more content. They're adding costumes that are based off of. 
the MCU because that probably should have been in there at launch. Um, but B, the the next big story drop is later on in the summer and it's Black Panther themed. And it's going to be, it's going to add Wakanda to the areas of places you can go. But the thing is, Spider-Man is still just being worked on and they don't know when he's coming out. Which is hilarious. So all you people that bought it for PlayStation, because you're like, man, I'm going to get Spider-Man. got to get Spider-Man. Got to get Spider-Man. Got to get playable pictures of Spider-Man. You're you still are not going to be able to play a Spider-Man. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Uh, for quite some time. You know, one thing, uh, I of course am not playing this game, but when they showed the Black Panther reveal trailer, before it was revealed that it was Black Panther, I was like, ooh, is this a new game? This is, this looks cool. And then it was like, <laughs> well, dang. Darn, it's that stupid Avengers game. <laughs> um, So, yeah. And then they announced, you know, that the HD port or the next gen port happened. And then, you know, some people out there on Twitter upgraded their PS5, PS4 version to PS5 and lost their save file. Because, you know, the way you upgrade PS4 games to PS5 is obtuse and broken. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Insane. just be careful out there. Yeah, uh, we, we love smart delivery on Xbox, even though it's still not really clear what it is. It does work. Yeah. I just downloaded another file and it made it prettier. Yeah. So it worked. Um, let's see. Life is Strange True Colors is coming this yep. year all at once. Not an episodic thing. Not episodic. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. yeah. It's one That's game. kind of big. I guess. I haven't played any of the other ones. I, it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, lucky for you, the first one and... Before the Storm are also being remastered. Mm, they did announce that, but that's still not going to get me to play them. Yeah, I, I feel like at this point, if you weren't on board before, you probably won't be. Going I don't forward. know. I I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. I think. Yeah, good. Because I wanted to play these games when they came out. Uh, mainly because I like I like Don't Nod Studio. Who I don't think is actually doing True Colors. They um, aren't. the huh. The people that did Before the Storm is, yeah, doing this. Because I guess I guess a different studio holds, or I guess Square Enix holds the IP. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the the details of what that development was like. Uh, but no, not's not doing it. Hopefully, they can make a new Remember Me. I was about to say that. <laughs> That game rocked, even uh, even though it was like so much vibes of Assassin's Creed One. It's like, oh, there's a lot of cool stuff. It'd be nice for them to make an actual good game out of it. Yeah, um, you just yanked me back like eight years <laughs> because I I remember I played you that remember, game, remember but me? I I don't really remember anything about it, but I know I played it because the cover art was so cool. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool game. Cool visually, interesting stuff. Uh, but yes, anyway, that was not announced in this, so we can stop talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but don't nod. Let's let's get a new one, huh? Um, yeah, I think I'll 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 uh, give this a try because, like, I I, I wanted to play them, 
And I remember hearing Life the first one was really good. And I was just, I think because it was episodic, I was like, uh, I don't know. I'd rather just wait until everything is out. And then by the time everything was out, I'd moved on to something else. Yeah. That, that's Which why is probably I'm why they're... That the well, new I one's that... releasing all at once. <laughs> I think um, it is because the episodic nature of it not work for the second one because like no one ended up playing it um so i guess if they think you know they put it all out rather than making people wait for this stuff then maybe more people will be willing to get into it because i mean i kind of get it it's hard to sell someone on a game when you're like here's one fifth of the game yeah Yeah, it's that's, you know, and, and that's it. You know, you say it's hard to sell someone on that, and I'm not going to go. You know, we're in the square next time. It's yeah. Uh, we all bought Final Fantasy VII Part One or remake Final Fantasy VII yes. remake. But I think it is. It's not exactly the same in that Final Fantasy VII remake did end up being a different a, a different game, and it certainly is the first part of a game. Yeah, but. It's also like forty hours long, um, and and is kind of a self-contained story in and of itself. Yeah, I can't wait for all the listeners at home to know that you know I'm going to be replaying through that whole game in June because yep. I yeah <laughs> that's happening. You know, you know. oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, be prepared for that set of episodes where you're just gonna tune out, but it's okay. It'll be fun. Um, all right. We'll have to we'll have to make sure we're not all playing that at the exact same time. I know. And you know we are going to be. That's the, <laughs> I know. Uh, we'll have to play. Uh, we'll have to also play other things. That's yeah. For sure. Um. So the the other thing of note was that Project Athea has been revealed to be this game called Forspoken. Mm. Yes. Indeed. Yes. What do you think of that name, David? Uh, I think it's a dumb name. I actually like it. I think yeah, I'm okay very, with it. I think it's very evocative. Of speech? No, like, <laughs> uh, the kind of, it, it just, of course, the word, I don't, is this an actual word? Does it have an actual meaning? That's a good question. It I makes me think, think it, of, like, forsaken, though. Yes. Yeah, it makes me think of that. But it's also different. And so it just, I think it gives this idea of kind of, uh, like the otherness of something i don't know i think it works it looks very ambitious i'm hoping it looks i'm hoping it plays as cool as it looks uh gary witta apparently is a writer on it which holy moly that's he's really good um he does a lot of he wrote the the book of eli and he co-wrote Rogue One. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's a. Uh, I'm he co-wrote this. You know he co-wrote After Earth, but we can forget that. Um, <laughs> but you know he can't put out all bangers. He's yeah. he's a solid writer. Um, yep. And a good Twitter follow. So. So. It should be noted that. This game is an isekai uh, where, 
Which, if you don't know anything about anime or manga, <laughs> it is a genre of story in which a, a normal person is sucked into a world, uh, like a fantasy world, and ends up having like magical powers and stuff. Or many other different things. But that's what this is. You, you play as Frey, who is thrust into the fantastical and dangerous land of Athia, where she is forced to harness new magical abilities to survive. I mean, Although it looks a lot cool. of people are yeah. still speculating that the world is actually that's the world from uh, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15. 15. Yeah. Which would be nuts. I think that would actually be cooler. I um, think it would too. But the, the gameplay in this looks really... I don't... It's hard to... Because it's hard to describe it. It's a lot of, like, free-running through these crazy environments, and there's monsters, and... It looks neat. It looks very neat. I'm very excited. Uh, it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yep. Along with and PC. PC. Yeah. Um, 2022. 2022. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. No. But, you know, well, props I don't to know. them if that actually happens. It could be late I... 2022, which would seem more doable to me. I feel like what they showed in this proper reveal trailer, it looked a lot more like a video game rather than the Project a concept did. Yeah. Yeah, and they said they're going to show off more of the game this year. So maybe... And, and they said, not to step on the next news point, but they said there will be another Sony Presents um, or Square Enix Presents in the summer. Um, yeah. So that's, that's probably where they're going to show this off a little more and give it some room to breathe. Yeah. So I'm I think it's possible. I think I think it'll probably be out next year. Um, no, no sight of Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I know. pretty sure I predicted this. Yeah, you I did. didn't think it was going to be here. So, do you think that that's probably twenty twenty three? Yeah. Ooh. Mm, actually, I don't know. That's just so far away. Because then they. Re- Announce it like end of last year. Yeah, but do you think they're gonna do Athia or Forspoken through. and Final Fantasy sixteen in the same year? No, they mm, wouldn't. But probably, the thing is, I mean, it could be like bookends of the year, but that would mean Athia would have to come out surprisingly early. Yeah, we also have I don't to know. take in, into account maybe when Seven Remake Two. That's would, not coming yes, out till twenty twenty four. I know, but like we got to think about these. Like, what's the big game that they're going to release on each year? You know, so like that could help inform. You where don't think we we're think getting remake part two into. until twenty twenty four? I think it'd be twenty twenty three. Maybe sixteen would yeah. be twenty four. I I'm also you coming think into 16 this with would the twenty four. That's I do not think it'll be that long until it comes out. Well, it'll be twenty twenty four. Final Fantasy sixteen. That's I mean, unless they, said. unless you, that is what I just said, unless they double dip in the same same year and get two of these big releases, I think they can do Athia and one Final Fantasy game in the same year. As a treat, I, I don't, I don't think they could do both two Final Fantasy games in the same year. No. So my wonder here is, Nomura has teased that there's a there's a special. <laughs> Like they're going to celebrate Kingdom Hearts real big in 2022 oh because it's the 20th anniversary. 
Well, look, all, no, no, so all Nomura does is tease <laughs> things, though. Right, but he said it's going to be big. Like, I, I would have to find the article, but it was something where he said that, you know, there's going to be a lot happening Kingdom Hearts-wise in 2022. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. But I hope it's true. So. Uh, too much. <laughs> it's too much. Square Enix is always pulling us by the strings, you know? Um, so that was the Square Enix Presents. It wasn't too much. Um, but, you know, it was it was stuff. It was something. Um, let's see. Gotham Knights was delayed to 2022. I felt like this was going to happen anyways, so which, I'm not shocked. Which probably means the yeah. Suicide Squad is getting pushed to 2023. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fine. That game could never release and I'd be okay. Because how are they going to release two of the similar game? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But they're not, they're not that similar, but they are similar. It's really weird that... I think we talked about that when both of these were revealed. That it's weird that two two teams are doing basically the same game, uh, <laughs> just with different characters. Yeah, one's That's... much further along in development, though. Yeah. Huh. I don't. I don't know what to make of this. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. This is already what I was thinking, anyways. So. I've already. I know. I know, but the thinking of what what does this mean for Suicide Squad? You know, push it. I don't know that it directly affects it because the studios aren't working together. Right, they're not working together, but it's the same publisher putting out two similar games. They're not going to want to step on the Mm. toes of the money that could be made. You know what I mean? Plus, like the cost that goes into marketing uh, for like the final like like right before the release marketing push like that's a lot of money and financial stuff too am Hmm. i wrong that yes only one of these is is a service game though i think they're both built around that that idea the the four the three to four player uh mission based because i knew that gotham knights was yeah, Suicide Squad. They, Suicide Squad. They said is that. God, hopefully one of these teams or both pulls an Outriders and just in the middle, like you know, this is built to be a service game, but let's just take that stuff out. Yeah, I mean, there's still going to be loot and stuff in Outriders, but they did yeah. take out all that, or they at least made it to where it fit. To be a, Look, you a can, supposedly, you can be a loot game without being a service game. Yeah, it's possible. Borderlands did it. I mean, then they kind of turned into a service game, sort of. But uh, yeah, Borderlands Two is not a service game. Yep. Um, stop ruining your games with service games. That's you know, not every game needs to be Destiny. Well, good news. Uh, from Even what I Destiny, you could argue doesn't need to be Destiny. It doesn't need to be. Um, what I'm, I looked up the Suicide Squad stuff. I'm not seeing anything about like service or looter or anything. It just says an action adventure shooter, and that's it. See, but all of the reports that insiders have had about Rocksteady's new game is that it's a service game. Yeah. Like that's why Jason Schreier for I'm not. 
I'm not trying to live and die by his tweets, but like he's been warning everyone to, you know, curb your expectations because what Rocksteady is making is going to be a service game. So, you know, that's where we're mm. at. Um, all right. So Gotham Knights, which still looks promising. I know. I, I want to play it. I want so, it really badly. Um, you know, 2022, I guess we'll have to wait. Um, I want to play as Jason Toad. <laughs> God, I want to play as I'll have to be Robin, I guess, because Forrest is Nightwing, baby, not going to give up Nightwing, never. And I'll play as Poncho Robin. His design <laughs> is so bad. You could, you, I promise you, you you'll get Batgirl. you'll get the proper Red Robin. I could be Batgirl. Yeah, at some point, because um, they showed it off in the preview on so. the real. They should put Azrael in this game. They should. Also, they should. Signal. Come on. And Cassandra Kane. Listen, give me Signal and Cassandra Kane. I'm set. So. I mean, the, the characters they have are classics. But that doesn't mean there aren't other characters who are more interesting in different ways. Give me the new blood. Or give me at least like the give me that time Clayface was on the team. Give me the, Alfred, the Carrie. I forget her last Kelly. name. Kelly, yeah, Carrie Kelly skin for Robin. Give me that. You could do that. It's a skin. Yeah. So, all right, Gotham Knights twenty twenty two. Also, Terry McGinnis. Yeah, Make him me... show up somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his brother because he he's Batman though. That's fair. Uh, his little brother becomes Robin, though, uh, later mm. on in the Beyond continuities. So have him as a skin. Interesting. Um, Static Shock. Throw him in there. I wish. <laughs> Jeez. How weird would that be? I don't want to get into this. Yeah. Yes. We can't. We can't. I could go on um, for years. Uh, DC doesn't care about characters you care about. That's the problem. <laughs> I've got to rant to you after this. I know we're not going to go down this well, road. They got that. They got that new static line coming out. So, and all the icon stuff they're trying to relaunch. So hopefully people actually buy them. Yeah, I will. Though uh, I think they could, you know, do themselves. They could help themselves out by putting those characters in other media. Yes. Uh, there's a static movie in development. Yes. So you're welcome. Yes. Honestly, I know that they're off making stupid samurai game or i guess ninja game i don't know but uh um, oh, ghost of tsushima yeah yeah like they could just there's gonna be a movie uh, make whatever they could just make static, static shock game, game and it would be beautiful infamous but yeah yes just just give it to him let him do it I went on my rant about the Ghost of Tsushima movie and yeah. the Discord, and I, I'm going to keep it there. But, you know. Do you think it'll be made by Japanese people? No. no. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> but they'll have a, a they'll Japanese... Film it, they'll, they'll definitely film it in color and then turn it black and white in post-production. Yeah. Um, and then they'll have a Japanese actor that they continually point to as look we did enough research we have a japanese actor whatever it'll be ken watanabe 
it really sucks that Sucker Punch is the studio that is being like this. Um, God. Um, you made so many games that I like, and now you're being dumb. Get it together, Sucker Punch. <laughs> Seriously. Um, there's another Resident Evil showcase happening literally this month Woo-hoo! in April. Um, hopefully, you know, have you guys seen the marketing material in China? Yes. I want Seth, it so badly. Have you seen it? Yes. They they have life-size Lady Dimitrescu like, standees. Yeah. And I just, pay so much money for yeah, one of give those. It, give me the standee. Give it to me, Capcom. I want it. Please. Um, now, Seth, are you going to play this game at launch? Village? Resident Evil 8? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah, I've got it pre-ordered. I mean, I think we all decided that. I've yet to pre-order it. I've got it pre-ordered and paid off. It's ready. Um, Yeah, that and Pokemon Snap. I pre-ordered because that's April 30th. Um, I'm excited. So whatever they're going to show me in this showcase, I'll do it. And then I'll play that horrible multiplayer mode with Forrest (laughs) so that we can say that we did it. Yeah. You know, and Seth. Are you guys getting it on Xbox? You're going to get it on PS5. Yeah. Of course. That makes sense. Um, But I can't play first-person shooters on PlayStation. I'm sorry. I'm going to give it a shot. I know. Good luck. (laughs) Um, uh, Let's see. I already did with seven the other week. What what else could they show with another showcase? Or Resident Evil showcase? That's... Uh, Nine? Werewolf Chris. (laughs) Where don't they're not going to spoil Werewolf Chris? <laughs> they already did on the cover of the game. I know. I, know. Um, I would say the four remake, but I feel, after that the word of that getting so like rebooted, yeah, yeah, yeah they're probably not going to yeah. do it. I the, literally the only thing I can think of is another Mobile trailer game. for phew, please no. Um, unless if it's in the style of the current DMC mobile game that's being worked on overseas. That would be cool. Uh, anyways, uh, I could see them showing off a new trailer for the Netflix uh, movie or show or whatever. Um, one final launch trailer for Village and then maybe like a beta date or, or something for the RE the universe. Yeah, whatever it was. All right. That's about all I can think of. I'm excited. Yeah. Give me all of it. I want all of it. Are you happy now, Forrest? I'm always happy. You got us into this. Yes. We're here now. You'll suffer with me. This is, this must, you must feel as much joy as when I got Sith to finally watch Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I think that would be pretty uh, comparable. Um, Man, I, I would pop off if they announced Revelations 3, like, officially. Because I think there was a teaser or something Weird. for it a few months ago there was a teaser for it yeah or like a rumor or something about yeah. it um uh, yeah rumor is probably more accurate all right resident evil showcase coming this month so um we'll never get a devil may cry showcase um <laughs> uh, one of the last things i wanted to talk about uh. was um, Outriders is gonna brand you as a cheater if you cheat in their game. <laughs> Have you? Did you guys see this? I did. This is my first it's, time seeing this. So it's really so this phenomenal. Is yeah, yeah. I, because 
there is no like multiplayer there's no like pvp or anything this is just to signify people like that you're playing with that you know i mean there is matchmaking in the game and if you do if you do cheat it'll prevent you as a cheater from matchmaking with non-cheaters but like it's it's kind of amazing and it kind of makes me want to cheat but it it also brands your your yeah. hud so yeah. like it cheater, cheater, so cheater. it shows that so when people are watching you stream oh, they know that man. you're a cheater which is crazy i <laughs> what a weird flex it's great it's I love great it. You just get a watermark like, across your screen. Yeah. You're not really harming anyone by cheating in this game. Except for yourself. But you're not even harming yourself. You're you're getting that it's it's like flair. It's like a piece of flair. <laughs> yeah. I mean it depends on how obnoxious the watermark is. That's true. What if like there's an like um like a reputation system somehow, like under the hood of the game. That like yeah, you get branded as a cheater. Maybe if like you keep a morality doing, system. yeah, like a morality system. Like what if you keep doing a bunch of like nice things in the game or whatever, and it and the watermark slowly fades out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. So like you could you could redeem yourself. <sighs> I'm I so guess. excited to see how this actually like plays out. Yeah, yeah. who gets affected by this? Um, all right. Well, with that, uh, was there any other news that you guys could think of? I, I don't remember if this was already a known thing, but the Shimigami Tensei 3 Nocturne remake, remaster, re-release, whatever, um, I think it got an official, like, finalized date for May 25th. Um, Because I know that release date was up in the air a little bit before. That's all I can think of. All right, Seth? Summer Games Done Quick is back in July online again, which is cool. I actually really liked the online format because it allowed a lot of people who wouldn't have been able to make it to the actual venue to to, uh, speedrun, to let them speedrun. So I think it's really cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I love SGDQ. Always a good so, time. Always a good time. Um, let's see. That about sums it up for us. Um, with that, if you know you want to get at us once again, suplexthesticks at gmail and send us your interest in being our bumper person that records the the social stuff that'd be awesome to have some participation there and share the episode with your friends we'd appreciate the word of mouth and review us and all that good stuff and with that we will see you next week where we'll talk about outriders and other fun stuff and we will talk to you later bye peace be the journey see ya so mad when we were playing that we had just found each other after like an hour and a half of running around and like i was i had a bunch of stuff that i had gathered along the way 
But he, when he found me, was basically dying because he had no food and no gear. And so we made our way to this house. And if you, I guess in that game, if you light a fire and rest by it, your character will recover health. And so we were just sitting in this house doing nothing. And this guy comes in, um, like this other player. And for, and so we tried to talk to him, but he spoke another language. Um, but I remember <laughs> offering him some, like giving him some free stuff to just kind of let him know that we weren't a threat to him. And he stood in this cabin with us for a while. And then left. And w- we weren't doing anything. We were just... Like, our characters were just sitting. Uh, and we were just talking. Um, and a while... Uh, uh, sometime later, he comes back in. And uh, and it was the same guy. He was wearing the same outfit. And so I wasn't worried about it. Until he pulls out a weapon and just starts wailing on me. And kills me. And then kills <laughs> Josh, my friend. And we were like, are you kidding me? This Devastating. Is, you when. <laughs> You walked into this room and we both had guns pointed at you and didn't kill you. And you're just going to come back here and t- take all our stuff? It was so... Oh, I was so mad. You trusted him. Sounds like DayZ. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds like you play... Sounds like you got the quintessential Rust slash DayZ yeah, experience. Yeah, I should have said that all when we were... Uh, before we went to break. Oh, you're fine. You should add it in. Or you can add it in at the end. 